I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner, live from the Edinburgh Festival. <laughs> Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner, and it's our Absolute Radio podcast. When I say our, I mean uh, me, Emily and Gareth, who are all gathered around me. And uh, we're still up in Edinburgh doing our um, live shows from Edinburgh. And today's was... Uh, it was funny, wasn't it? I just had a, a text message from someone who I won't name. It said, excellent show. What about oh. that? Yeah. I want to know who it is now. Well, I'll tell you after when we've done the, the podcast intro piece. Okay. And Jason Byrne is on the show, who is the King of Edinburgh. Apparently so. If he was you brilliant. want to find out why, yeah, you, you can just listen to this. And also, I, something I think quite marvellous happened today with, with our listeners when we've sort of, the show has suddenly become a sort of workers' cooperative. We're lazy and can't think of our own ideas, basically, so we're getting them to. I think we're stupid and can't think of our own <laughs> ideas. I've tried, by God, I've tried until the blood has left my ears. But, uh, it, but yeah, we're going to get them people to, to the listeners to suggest phone-ins, and there's some good ones. There was. I mean, best yeah. TV and film primates yeah that's that's good that, that should maybe that's be next, next week. week and um if people listen to the podcast and want to email us it would be brilliant to for some more of those yes. phone-ins and stuff i'll tell you what i think would be another good idea if people just emailed us questions not questions like who are you mm. but, but why are you on but questions questions that we can you know discuss debating mm. points i think that'd yeah. be great well. and, i think it's about time we threw the whole thing over yeah, that'd oh, be yeah. Good. and any jokes anyone's got that oh we no we don't want we don't want jokes <laughs> No, let's not, let's not go no. that far. Okay. We'll get all those kind of rubbish text jokes. Oh yeah, no, people. don't send us those. Oh, and if, if that happens, that feels to me like that—that's like a bug getting into the the system. You know, what I mean, like a virus, a virus. And if you get one of those jokes come in, it's like, like I say, a virus, and a virus, and it. Uh, and it, it sucks actually, the humour out of you. Yeah, I think it, it, it can get into you... your comedy system yeah. and, and, and kill comedy you. Comedy system. Yeah, have you not seen my comedy system? No, <laughs> will you show me now? Well, I'll, I'll need an x ray machine <laughs> yeah. of some kind, but if it, it's like a series of clown cars driving along an artery. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, anyway, do listen and um, I love you. Bye bye. This is Frank Skinner live from the Edinburgh Festival. <laughs> Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on uh, Radio Absolute, and uh, I'm with Emily and Gareth, and we're in Edinburgh live. Yeah. I believe we are live. Yes. Yes. Um, I think people probably already worked that out. What <laughs> <By> a <the> mistake. <laughs> yes. So, um, yes, we're at the Edinburgh Festival. Um, me and Gareth are working here, and Emily's swanning around, I think it's fair. I'm not it? swanning around. I, I have sampled a lot of people's wares. When people swan around, <laughs> is, is, is that because it's in some way swan-like? Their feet move much, much faster than their upper body or something. Possibly. Swanning around. Swans are actually quite graceful and elegant. They don't really... Well, they do swan around, but not in the way that we... Anyway, so what have you been up to? <laughs> I've been everywhere. I've been to lots of comedy, which was great. Uh, I saw Laura Solon, who was good, and I saw Jason Byrne, who's coming on today. But the best thing... Have we plugged the guest? Have we actually plugged the guest? (laughs) I never remember to plug the guest until about 30 seconds before they come. I have to see them before (laughs) I plug them. That's my motto. because he was so good. That's why I'm doing it. Okay. Um, But I I did something the other day which was quite life-changing, Frank. Goodness. Yeah. It's called Internal, and it's kind of... Oh, dear. (laughs) 
<laughs> was it when you came through customs at Edinburgh Airport? <laughs> it's kind of speed dating meets performance art. Okay. So I went with Daisy, who works on the show. Who? Daisy. No, I know her really. Hi. I'm just trying to be. Like Chris Moyles. Yes. You're doing well. <laughs> Thanks very much. Um, so you go into this room, there's five of you, you're in groups of five, and then a curtain comes up, and there are five actors. Mm. So you get one per person, and that's your date. So Daisy gets this very kind of romantic, he looks a bit like Heathcliff with lots of black curly hair, and I was thinking, oh, lucky cow. So let me get this right, there's only yeah. five people in the yes, audience. that's it. Takes me back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. So Daisy had this Heathcliff type. Yeah, um, sort of black curly hair, far yeah. away look in the eyes, yeah. yeah. I had a six foot two, very broad, muscular woman. Woman? Yes. So my heart sunk, and she must have seen that in my face, because yeah. I then got swapped for a man who was so good looking. I mean, he was like a Calvin Klein model. He was amazing. Right. So I was very happy. So then he took me into a booth, and you go on your date. And it was just like a normal day. He gave me whiskey and he asked me about... Oh, do you mean it's like a normal day he gave me whiskey? Good, <laughs> <laughs> normal day he gave me Rahip Noth. It was, for goodness sake. I date a lot of Irish tramps, what can I say? <laughs> uh, well, you, that's probably something that you can't say. But now you have said it. Let that be an end to it. OK. And then he asked me a lot about myself. We talked about relationships and then he held my hand. And then I really started to fancy him. Right. Um... And then he said, it's time now. It's time to go back into the room and meet the others. So we went back in, and then he proceeded to tell the group what he thought of me. OK. Which was quite horrifying. He said, um, I was impulsive and impatient. He said I was very beautiful, so that was accurate. So that was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he said he felt that I played games. OK. And then he made me go... Do you play games? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bokaroo, I think. <laughs> One of your favourites, if I remember rightly. It's because you play that game that all women like to play, Guess Why I'm Upset. <laughs> I've played that through the night with women and then into the next morning. It's a great game. I never quite got there to the answer. But it doesn't sound very life-changing to me. No, it is, because it's like group Obviously, therapy. Obviously, whiskey can be life-changing. <laughs> it's like group therapy, and it's just there's something so strange about it. You've got to experience it. And when I left, he said, Can I have your address? So now I don't know that what's going on. That sounds smooth. That's beyond the best. <laughs> what do you mean? When you say, you mean you gave him your address? Yeah. Was that wrong? I like the way he didn't even ask for a phone number. He asked for an address. <laughs> he, he, is a, he is a homeless bloke, is he? <laughs> Does he not have a phone? Um, I, I think this, this needs looking into. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So uh, what's your week been like, uh, Gareth? It's been we, we haven't seen it much of each other, have we? I saw no. you on your birthday night. Yeah. What a drab affair that was. Fine. <laughs> 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 we went to a pub. They wouldn't let Ethan in. No. Can you believe they wouldn't let Ethan in? case you don't know what e who Ethan is, he sounds like this. I mean, OK, he's 37, but they, <laughs> they still wouldn't... So they wouldn't let the back... They wouldn't... They, the, the, the kitchen, that's the word, kitchen mm. shut at 8.30... Yeah, it was I, an outrage. I wasn't, I wasn't being welcomed at all. But it was lovely to see you, of course. Mm. I was terribly sick on my birthday. I got well, food I think that's poisoning. a tradition, isn't it? <laughs> a food poison is a rubbish way of being sick on your birthday. You've got to drink, like, nine barley wines is the normal method. <laughs> yeah. And um, 
Yeah, so that was good. I, I had... Um, <laughs> Sounds great. I think we've built it up sufficiently. <laughs> How's the gigs going? Yeah, good. I, it's funny, you played Saturday morning. I had my first, someone on last night after the gig came and knocked on the stage um, dressing room door and popped their head around and went, Saturday morning! Today? And, yeah. How would they have known that was you, though? Well, I think they must have put together... We're famous now, Frank. Deal with it. Oh, God, yeah, that's right. I have... Dr. Frankenskin's Monsters. That's what's <laughs> happened here. So I should say, Gareth, as, in case you don't know, many of you will know he's a stand-up comic and he's doing the Comedy Zone up here, which is like all the top new comic showcase. That'd be fair yeah, to say, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, I had to get people thrown out on Thursday. What? You got, you got someone <laughs> sacked last week? You got thrown out? <laughs> yeah, some audience members weren't playing ball, so they were out of here. You've become the sort of Robert Mugabe <laughs> in British comedy. <laughs> They weren't playing ball. What were they doing? <laughs> oh no, they were they were really drunk, and then um, they were they shouted out like before I got to say anything on stage, and then they were just talking all the way through and shouting. And they were incredibly drunk, and then I said, "Look, you'll have to leave." And then the guy kind of really gave me a threatening look, not and, a threatening look, yeah, <laughs> and said, "Oh, will we?" And oh, then I, and then yeah, that, I don't and like then, the sound of that. No, neither did I. So I was like, "Yeah." Um, and we've got front of house people. There's this little front of house man who wears it, lots of earrings and a leather jacket. And he kind of scuttled over. And the man looked at him and said, "No, you're going to have to get someone bigger than that." Really? So yeah. And well, they, he had a point. To be fair. Yeah, it's true. And so proper security people had to come, and they they didn't leave gracefully. I like the idea of bespoke security <laughs> when you can actually yeah. pick who no. who's, who's big enough to throw you out. I'd have gone yeah. out with a little earring man. I think happily. <laughs> if I'd have carried him out in my arms like mm. some terrible ventriloquist dummy. And a, apparently, this guy—well, there are three of them who got kicked out—but the big guy who was threatening was apparently screaming from the streets that he was going to kill me. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, I did. Oh, right, okay. It's been a great week. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's that's what I call a review. What's <laughs> <laughs> going on the posters? <laughs> yeah. Well, and does he? He doesn't know. He, I, he didn't ask you for his address. The <laughs> address on the way out. Absolute radio. I went to a, a talk at the uh, the book festival uh, at Edinburgh and it was by a Scottish historian called Tom Devine and he was talking about um, the 18th century in Edinburgh that's a funny name for it he sounds more like a stripper well Tom <laughs> Devine yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he didn't unfortunately there was no uh, there was, though I have got a stripping story from okay. this weekend so, from this week rather so there was, there was a bit I really liked someone said to him uh, he's quite a famous Scottish historian and somebody said to him so do you think there could be a, a, like a, a, an enlightenment in Edinburgh now you know how do you think um, intellectual, intellectualism and education is going to be in Edinburgh you know, over, over the, in the 21st century. And he said, the future is not my period. Oh, and very good. A, Yeah, a really good reply. And So I went to that, which is quite intellectual, as I say. And then um, at this show I'm doing, the Credit Crunch Cabaret, we had the Chippendales on. How the were they? Night. There was, um, I think there was 15 of them. 15, wow. Now, I worked with the Chippendales in 1992, and um, I think they must have had a change in personnel. Well, they were, they were all white then for a start-up, so I think they must have a big turnover in the... Uh, they just got a very good surgeon, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> but they, um, they 
what I didn't realise is the Chippendales, they actually take all their clothes off nowadays, but you don't... They have things like the old hats in the right position and stuff. You know, hats? They, you know, what they, sort of hats? You know that song, uh, <laughs> You Can Keep Your Hat On? Of course, they have to dance to that terrible, predictable old baloney. If you're listening, lads. <laughs> anyway, so uh, they're not listening. I got in their taxi because I, I got in this cab and it stunk of aftershave. Well, that does not surprise me. And they then I saw four, me- saw four men with sort of Popeye arms outside paying the driver. What, with small anchors? <laughs> and did any of them say... <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, when they come backstage, so they don't make any... The, the hats are just cast aside. So I'm standing backstage with, like, 15 naked men, which I haven't stood with that many naked males since I was at school. And they're all like really muscular, sort of. It was it was actually quite dreadful. <laughs> it really was, yeah. And they weren't they weren't at all friendly. They didn't say hello or anything. So I felt like I was in a lift <laughs> with fifteen <laughs> naked men and not wanting to ask what. And you were complaining that they weren't being friendly enough. <laughs> no, well, maybe that that made them reticent. But uh, they were they, maybe they, they were just yeah. shy. No wonder they smelt of aftershave. They, you, they'd have to use it all over. I can tell you that much about them. Uh, so I didn't enjoy that very much. I, I, I got to be honest. And also, I, I got to um, I got to go in a bus. I got interviewed in in a bus. Oh wow! Or, or a bus, as some people would say. And the thing was, the bus was slightly on a slope, oh. so that when you were being interviewed, I was sitting at the microphone like this. But there was a, like one of those metal poles that you get on buses. I had to hold on to that. He said, "Just lock your legs." That was for Tom Devine, the laptop. <laughs> so, so I had to lock my legs around it, because if I let go, I slipped back, and then I got further and further away from the microphone. So we were all holding on for grim life doing this uh, interview, but that was uh, I quite like that. So it's been that kind of a week for me. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, there was a... There was a um, uh, what? Sorry, I'm just talking to my producer. What? <laughs> what you want? Um... We were gonna, we were gonna say the phone. Oh, I was gonna talk about moustaches. One, I'm not liking it this morning. Can we start again? Absolute radio. Um, Lisa and Joe from Brighton um, want to shout out, and apparently they're at the V Festival. Are they? We haven't really mentioned that so far. They want to shout out. Yeah. Oh, that's not me at all. <laughs> we don't really do <laughs> shout outs. I'll have a go. Out. <laughs> there you go. Next. Um. <laughs> I thought you had a big load of exciting emails to tell uh, us about. No, no you was, don't. We've, we've sent a blank email from one phone number. A blank email? Yeah. Oh. Maybe that's from a mute. They're yeah. not taking the mickey out of it. Someone with no thumbs. It's not Gary the Plumber. No. Um, Gary the Plumber, you mean the one with the... Um, the Kidney Man. The Kidney Man. We like this story, We like the we? Kidney Man. He's... Um, he's um, he reckons he's got he had a kidney transplant yes and ever since he's had the kidney transplant he reckons he's got amazing artistic gifts so he's been doing lots of painting ever since he's had this kidney transplant the the gifts came with the kidney well he that's what he thinks so it was like Francis Bacon's kidney or something what bacon and kidney (laughs) (laughs) um I, yes, all the artists I could have chosen it's a fabulous idea though isn't it that you could uh yeah. That you could get somebody's. It's like the hands of Orlac. Have you ever seen that film, The Hands of Orlac? This piano player he gets his hands chopped off. I think I don't know. The lid drops down or something, mm-hmm. and um, they're just left in two chords. <laughs> and he gets new hands, and and they turn out to be the hands of this bloke, this murderer, 
and uh, Orlac's lying in bed, like, uh, asleep, and you see uh, the, his own hands come up above the uh, <laughs> oh. sheets and start strangling him. <laughs> That's so creepy. Yeah, but I think it's an interesting idea that you could have somebody's organ and that would uh, turn you into them in a way. There was someone else in the paper, though, saying that he'd been given the corneas from a woman and therefore was doing loads of cleaning, which I thought was slightly (laughs) sexist. (laughs) Yeah, he's been given sexist eyes. Yeah. He got the cornea, (laughs) which is just the very front part of the eye, but he says before he couldn't see dirt, but now he just sees it everywhere. Maybe he's got the eyes of a superhero and he's got, like, incredible microscopic vision now. Can he see a lot of fruit as well? <laughs> I thought he might have a fruit con here. <laughs> oh, my goodness! Stop the show! <laughs> There's a pun alert! <laughs> <laughs> That's the money! Now I feel better. <laughs> What's on the V Festival? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't a serious question. I'm sure we'll find out over the course of the show. I had a bit of a terrible incident this week. I'm, I'm going to be straight with you. Come on, then. I was, I was in the assembly rooms in Edinburgh, which is where my gig is on, and um, I was uh, walking across... Uh, the. My girlfriend had gone off to the toilet or something. And oh, By the way, my girlfriend's mom is in the studio today, yeah, Sandy Mason. Sandy Mason. Oh, I forgot oh, you were there, Sandy. I did as well. You might, if you heard the, the click of knitting needles in the corner... <laughs> That is that Sandy's mom. That's it's not Sandy's mom. If it's Sandy's mom, I'd be very frightened indeed. Um, so um, I don't think she's any longer with us. God, God rest her soul. But yeah, Sandy is in. She's my girlfriend's mom. So I've got to be careful with this story. But um, anyway, my girlfriend went off somewhere, and suddenly I was approached by uh, this woman and said, "Oh, how are you doing?" And it was an ex. Oh dear. Girlfriend. Yes, it was an ex girlfriend. Oh dear. Um, someone I used to live with about um, eight or nine years ago. Yeah. And I held out my hand to shake her hand in a formal. And she you cut know. yours off with a machete. No, she um, she hugged me. Oh. And I thought, well, this is you know no hard feelings. Okay, it was you know um, we had our we had our bad days. Um, I'll admit, but um, I thought. Now I'm in this position where I'm talking to my ex. At any moment, Kathy's going to come back, you know. And I, and I just, it was nothing wrong about it, but I got very tense. I can understand that. Yeah, and I, I didn't know. I thought, well, I could, I could just push her over and run off. But I, it, it felt. Wrong. I wish, I wish you had. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it wouldn't have looked good. It, it would have been in the Scotsman, you know, Skinner, Fells, X. <laughs> it would have said. So, um, in the end. Um, Kath had obviously... She, Kath didn't come back for, like, 20 minutes. She'd obviously seen it, and then she'd sort of fled. So um, I ended up sitting in the bar chatting to my ex-girlfriend, thinking, oh, my God, where's Kath? What am I going to do? I'm trapped. I don't have anything to say, you know. Um, and uh, And eventually... Kath appeared with Dave Gorman, who she'd brought. You know, Dave Gorman. Uh, was he, was he acting show. as a human shield? Yeah, he, he was used as a human <laughs> shield and, and brought in. She sort of walked just behind him. Can I just say, though, I do think normally my view on this is just love bomb the ex with sickening insincerity. That's what I always do. However, in this instance. You mean for her? You mean Kath well, should have done yeah, that? Yeah, no, but in this instance, I think it could have been an exception if it's the ex that I think it is. Well, I'm not prepared to say which exit is, but my nodding might give it away. Just because for personal security reasons, I would want to keep away from... But so no, no, don't say anything libelous. <laughs> Although the ex is going to take... You're not going to make that stick in court. Mm. Probably be sued by um, Simon Cowell. 
What are you looking at me now for, Emma, with your big pieces of paper? Honestly, I can't work like this. I'm in an office. <laughs> I did not come into radio to be treated like a fool. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. That's Florence and the Machine. I think that's really good. I love good. it. It's it fantastic. is good. That's Rabbit Heart. I once had a rabbit heart transplant. My sex life went through the <laughs> through the roof of the hutch I had then moved into. It was absolutely tremendous. I understand that a, a poll has been released. Yes. This is not political news. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> it's in not a way. for Wetzer. <laughs> Top ten Although British... it could be Lap for Wetzer, come to think of it. You'll, as you'll see in a minute. Carry on, Gareth, sorry. Um, top ten yeah. British moustaches... You said that in a weird accent. Yeah, like you, said, you said it, you're looking at me in an accusing way, as if I'm wearing all top ten British moustaches on my stupid face. So there's been a vote to find the best British moustaches. Yes, oh, okay. that's what's <laughs> happened. And um, who, who won? Who's, um... Tanita Tickerham won. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sienna Miller won. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that, no. That runner, the 800 metres runner, oh, no, she's not British, she's from South Africa. Yeah. Yes. She's, um, she's actually got a handlebar <laughs> She's quite mannish. <laughs> quite mannish, yes. Um, Freddie Mercury won. Oh, right. oh a posthumous mm. award. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's not it the posthumous award you dream of, is it? <laughs> Best moustache. <laughs> not accepted in his own time, was it, that moustache? <laughs> exactly. Never fully appreciated <laughs> till after his death. No, you're right. Um, it was, no, it was no. like John Clare, the nature poet, <laughs> the 19th, early your, 19th century. Who's your favourite moustache? <laughs> My favourite. I'm very partial to... You know the uh, the military minister bloke, Bob Ainsworth? Oh, you know yeah, him? I know exactly who you now, He looks like every school caretaker I ever had at school. He's got one of those <laughs> yeah. moustaches and glasses. They're like too much hair. <laughs> He's br- he's a brilliant cartoon like, viz minister bloke. He's like Mr. Bronson from Grange Hill. He's got that look. Yeah, he has got that yeah. look, yeah. But oh. he's very sort of like this. Isn't <laughs> I mean, really, should hey, you lad, come on, get out of that corridor and help me with the milk. He's <laughs> really like that. Hey, you lads, up it. <laughs> i tell you who I like. Don't say up it since I've had my rabbit heart. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm like. You get me all twitchy. The nose is already going. Do you want to know my favourite moustache? Yes, I do want to hear your favourite moustache. Um, do you know the violent criminal Charles Bronson? Yes. Yay. I love his moustache. He's, he's a classic. I think that actually is Freddie Mercury's moustache. Yeah. I think it was bequeathed to him. Yeah. yeah. I, I've seen... We've, so we had Richard Herring come in um, and talk about his... But I've seen him round Edinburgh and he's got that Hitler moustache, hasn't yeah. he? Well, he's trying show. to stop people calling it a Hitler moustache yeah, and call it Charlie Chaplin. It he looked, I saw him the other day in the rain. He looked very dejected and walking around moping with just... It's a hit- right for invading Russia. <laughs> <laughs> walking around with a Hitler moustache and looking sad. It, it, I, that must wear really thin. <laughs> Yeah. What we thought we'd do is ask for arguably the, the, the worst phone on British radio. <laughs> we'd like to know like what to your so. favourite uh, celebrity moustache is, because I feel we've missed a few tricks. Yeah. Mm. Didn't Kid Creole, I have a memory of Kid Creole having one of those really thin moustaches. Yes, like what I call a Rhett Butler. A Rhett Butler, even yeah. thinner than Rhett Butler's. Oh, like. okay. Yeah, and if you get one of the ones on the top ten British moustaches, you get ten points. Yes, people will <laughs> just Google it. See, in the old days of radio, you could do that, mm. and people wouldn't have had access to the information. We'd have had some fabulous guesses, like Professor Jimmy Edwards and 
Harry Wheatcroft. But now people are just Google it and send them in and think they're going to get 10 points. What would that mean if they got 10 points from us? Can Gary stop saying moustaches or whatever? <laughs> it's moustaches. I think it's moustaches. <laughs> Isn't it moustaches? I don't. Moustaches. That's how I say it. Oh, let's call the whole thing Tash. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So, yes, our phone in this week is um, your favourite moustache. <laughs> Um, it's a struggle. We we often uh, think, what should we have for a phone in this week? Yeah. Uh, my, I wanted to have um, life is little more than a grotesque pantomime. Discuss, <laughs> but it's hard to get it on a text message. We can't do that because Chris Miles did that last week anyway. Oh, to do okay. <laughs> and the other one that e- Emily suggested was, what's your favourite Phil Spector wig? <laughs> <laughs> What kind of a phone is that? I genuinely think mine, mine for the record, whilst you're asking, is you know the sort of buttery blonde page boy, which is a bit Rick Wakeman, yes. Henry V? Yes. It's a Vagincourt chic, I call it. Yeah. Um, that's mine. What's yours? Um, well, I like his. Uh, I actually like that he was bald in the papers this week, Phil. I know, I didn't like that. No, I, I like seeing the real. Natural, the real, natural spectre. The real spectre, yeah. Spectre au natural, I think the headline was in the, in the star. <laughs> My favourite. Well, my phone. We talked about like what body parts people have had that made them do. Like I thought, celebrity body parts. Whose body part would you most like to have? No, but that would just be smart. That wouldn't be able to read that. So, so what what we're saying is, I think we should have a phone in for ideas for a phone. (laughs) That's a good idea. So, if you could phone in things like you know, things a good I like you know, favourite horse. Racehorse. Favourite racehorse. Favourite racehorse. 1960 to 1968. <laughs> no, we, we, just, we want you to get honestly. We love you. You are our, our loyal listeners. And uh, we'd love you to send in what you think would be a good idea for a phone, and that'd be brilliant. Frank Skinner, live from the Edinburgh Festival. <laughs> Absolute Radio. We've been joined. <laughs> we have been joined by Jason Byrne. How are Woo. you? How's it going? It's going very well. It's lovely to have you. you, you I, I heard you described as the King of Edinburgh. Is that is that some sort of official Weird. official? I don't know who gave me that. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's if you sell the most amount of tickets, you become sort of, some sort of king. You've sold something like twenty five thousand Edinburgh tickets. Yeah, that was last year. Yeah, we're going to sell more now. Okay, no. but it's really—I don't know. That's really where you're getting that King of Edinburgh title. Isn't oh, it? I, th- you know? I quite like it. Well, I mean, I, well, the title I got last year was like as if a kid had come up to me and given it to me because they've got loads of prizes up here, as you know, as you won them. Yeah, and uh, you get like a like you know a ceremony and a plaque. But uh, somebody kind of came up to me in the street, like it was one of the people who were working for the PR, and went, oh, "You've sold the most amount of tickets ever, ever, ever in Edinburgh, ever." And that was what I got. That was my title. Uh, that's a pretty good one to win. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're actually, uh, because we're up in Edinburgh, at what I like to call the E-Festival. Uh, <laughs> we're at uh, we're in a Scottish radio station called Fourth One. Yeah. Which, and I believe you also won the Fourth One <laughs> Fringe <laughs> Prize. Did, yeah, so yeah. this must be a fabulous <laughs> sentimental journey. Yeah, you, it is. is it? I'm right back here at this. Yeah, that was like a People's Choice Award, which was great. Because it was like Scottish people were just going, oh, we have to give them something for being the King of Edinburgh. So yeah. I won that, yeah. And I got it. And then... Um, at the ceremony was uh, when when we when I won it, there was um, uh, was there someone in a kilt? No, there was lots of people in kilts. Okay. Yeah, handing over awards and going thank for the much and uh, and it was very deep voiced radio presenters. <laughs> yeah. And the deeper your voice is, by the way, in this city, is, you can get the radio job the quicker. Is that right? Yeah, if you have a high Scottish voice, having a hope. 
But yeah. if you have a deep Scottish voice here, you'll hear it all like that, no, like that, you know, very official, that kind of stuff. But anyway, the, the lead singer, Spanish Ballet, oh, I forgot his name now. Uh, Tony Hatley. Tony, sorry, yeah, he was at the he was at the awards in the front. Emily well. knows him very sorry, well, Emily, can I just say that? Do you know, know very well, Tony? I sat next to him at an awards do once. So well, you, you started sitting next to him, you, you ended up sitting amongst him. <laughs> 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 so did you say there that you know him, probably? You tell people you know. What are you suggesting I'm shallow, Jason? No, no, it's just that I mean, I've, people walk by me and I've said I've known them. Yeah, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I know Frank Skinner. <laughs> He's walking you by will by the time you leave this. Yeah, studio. when I leave here, I go, oh, me and Frank close. So yeah. it, was, it was presented to you by Tony Hadley. Well, no, it wasn't. It was presented to me by a deep voice man, and okay. then Tony Hadley was in the front row. And I was I mean, years since I was a kid. I was dying to ask him this about slow sets, right? In Ireland, we had slow sets. Now they had been scattered around England, and these were like whenever the slow songs came on that's when you're able to ask the girl to, to dance oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. a snog yeah? yes. and, and I, I, I had to ask him I asked him while I was on stage have you ever heard of a slow set and he said no he never heard of one oh my god and he was responsible for most of me snogging all these like, young women so what was the Spandau Ballet song that you would it was, uh, girl, it was true, true the Barricades, is that yes. it? No, just no. True. Straightforward oh, True. Oh, True. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, is it just called True? Yes. No, no, wait a minute. Is yes. that one that goes... Yes. Now, you're saying Through the Barricades, but because you're Irish, <laughs> you're going to say True. <laughs> no, no, no. You've, it's, it's an amalgamation of True the Barricades. <laughs> You see, that's what happened. Through the gold barricades. That's why there was so Spend much conflict <laughs> in Ireland. Because we just couldn't understand each other with the TH. Yeah. <laughs> true, true, true what? No, quite. <laughs> yeah, no, but... Yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, it's that one that goes, True the barricades. Oh, that one. Yeah, okay. Oh, you're thinking of... It don't get much better than that, does it? That was uh, the container drivers by the fall. That's why I come on stage to every night. I got, I've actually, I feel the adrenaline going just from hearing it. That is tough. I, I can't wait for my, I, I bring that home to my nine-year-old and see what he'd say. Yeah. I, I can't imagine that be that travelling much further now than, <laughs> than here, than us. It's people like you and me, Frank, that would keep that kind of music alive. Well, that's, I'm proud of that. Yeah. Although someone's just texted in and said, I actually liked that song. What is that? Was it a text with a raised eyebrow? There's <laughs> an air of surprise to that text. There's somebody <laughs> dipping their bicky a little bit heavy into their tea, going, "Oh, hang on a minute, I kind of like that." <laughs> Someone oh, who's been listening to Absolute for two years, and this is the first song. No, it's like. um, that's from the phone number. That's my wife, Laura. <laughs> Oh, is it? So, um, <laughs> Your she's wife? Listened, yeah, that's, she's listened to every show and every one of your full songs. and um, That's the type yeah. of th the texting that goes on in this show, then. Yeah, yeah. Get your yeah. we don't, we don't have many listeners. No. So, no, it's just <laughs> friends <laughs> and family. Mostly just keeping in touch. <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah. Our audience is kind of like a wedding photo. <laughs> you either know everyone or it's, oh, it's that bloke that used to go out with our Karen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the texting. Yeah, but I've, I've, I'm having... Um, well, yeah, I've only got like okay, I'll plug Mutter Day Center on tonight. No, do plug away. I'm in the EICC tonight, and then next next weekend I'm in the EICC Friday and Saturdays. That's the Edinburgh International Conference Center. That's oh, so funny. It's like it's like gigging inside a transformer. <laughs> it's really what, does it does it turn into a it, robot? Yes, it turns into it. Just it, the whole. It, if you don't sell it out completely, the back the back chunks just whip around. The walls just turn around 360 degrees and close off, and you'd never know that. 
people were like there were seats in there that's a fabulous idea I'd love right if it was you know like I'd say it'd be sold out tonight I'd love it if they would just put those people in the seats and close it off before the other people came out <laughs> and then they could like I could go like you know whatever it'd be 700 people in the front row and then i go ah there's more people here though and then you put the button and they could just all flick around all flick around and yeah. all, all died of asphyxia <laughs> <laughs> this terrible ashen face slumped corpses yeah and then, I, and then what I'll do is I'll play that song from the fall. <laughs> <laughs> Just go around pointing at people dead in the seats. It'll be Edinburgh history right there. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I've had loads of weird things happen to me in, in gigs. I've, oh, the other night here, because oh, when, I, when I play that room, right, it's at a quarter past eight, now and again a fighter jet goes over the top of my venue. <laughs> Fighter jet. Have you heard the fighter jet? Yeah, they have. Oh, yeah. Is it ten o'clock or something? Something like that. A fighter jet goes over. Well, it must be just after nine. Yeah, yeah. That's that's right. It's about quarter past nine. It goes over every day. I'm glad we've established when the fighter jet goes (laughs) over. Because for people, I'm thinking, well, I don't don't want to miss it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go all the way to Edinburgh to hear a fighter jet. Well, you see, they thought it wouldn't be loud enough to have the fireworks after the tattoo. So someone went, oh, we need a fighter jet. So they okay. put a fighter jet. And when I, I was on stage and I, and it went over and the whole room did that kind of ducking thing. Yeah. They all went, went <laughs> like that. They all just ducked. And the fright of it, and actually, and what happened was, it was it was unbelievable timing because a bloke stood up and uh, I, and his back, his back was to me and he walked off and I said to the girl, oh, is it, what's his name? You know, and she said, she said, Don. And I went, oh, that's a Don. That's a kind of a strange name. And she went, well, he's, he's Chinese, you know, and it's not his full name. And I went, oh, God, now I feel bad. Sorry. Okay. So I don't know if that's a bad or weird name. Right. And so, and then as he just went out the door and the door closed, that fighter jet just went over the top of the venue. <laughs> right. And I said, did he tell you he was going to China or the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> it's just perfect timing. Maybe he's the fighter jet pilot every night yesterday. (laughs) Just leaves it on the car park. Absolute Radio. Uh, This is Frank Skidder on Absolute Radio. When Jason Byrne is our guest in the audience, the King of Edinburgh. I know. He arrived with a full regal procession. Yeah, it was lovely. And Beautiful. he's sitting here now in an ermine-edged cloak. <laughs> yeah. I can't but get you... my crown through that door. No, I'm sorry about Flipping. that. They don't, they don't get much royalty in no, here, apparently. No. So you're not just the King of Edinburgh, because you're massive in Australia as well, aren't you? Yeah, I do well out there as well. It's very strange. It's great fun out there, though, like Melbourne's where I go. So you, do you have to change the, your set quite a lot and do lots of Australian I climatise basically that's mm. what I do I climatise the set because mine's kind of, my, my stuff's kind of universal anyway you know what I mean so it's uh, but I just kind of click into whatever they want whatever way they want you to gig I often find in Australia they do love you doing a couple, like local references before you start mm. it's like a little kind of an entree yeah <laughs> it's, it's like an acceptance thing to go yes that's okay now continue talking about us that's fine but they're like amazing people there well I remember being in Australia and spending weeks writing all this Australian reference <laughs> material and then I played uh, uh, played six nights in Sydney and it yeah. was packed with English people <laughs> yeah. every night who didn't know what I was talking about because they'd just arrived oh yeah that can happen but it's, it's great doing that if you're getting the old uh, so you, you're a sort of big star in Ireland big star mm. in, in, in the UK shall we call it yeah well I mean it wouldn't be a big star like you would be a big star oh come on Jason yeah, you're Frank, the king of Edinburgh like, no no it's okay majesty, but you will not, you will not be there for long Frank <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you removed no I'm, I'm living in the uh, in exile. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> I used to be the king, but I'm afraid our family fell into disrepute. Oh, that's sad, that's sad. So, yeah, no, I do well. I mean, I have a, I have, I have TV shows in, in, in 
Ireland TV show, a new one. I've got a new panel show actually in Ireland, which is going to be good fun. Oh yeah, what will that be? Well, it's it's called the Burn Ultimatum. Uh, and it's good. That's a good title. Yeah. I'm liking it so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. You must have been thrilled when those films came out. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I was. Because we DVDs called the Burn Identity, oh. and then the show here is called the Burn Supremacy. Supremacy. So I'm waiting for Matt Damon to make something else. <laughs> Maybe you could have one when you question people quite, yeah. quite vigorously, and it could be called Third Degree Burn. Oh. <laughs> What do you think? Yeah, okay, I'll call it that next year. Okay. <laughs> it's it's you could have that with you, my blessing. With just your face, just your face, just kind of smiling with your thumbs up. God, Frank Skinner's my title. Frank Skinner's third decree. I <laughs> <laughs> confuse people a lot. Uh, so, yeah. so when Edinburgh is over and you've done, you'll have done what? 40-odd gigs. Oh, yeah, loads of so gigs. So what, what happens then? Do you have a holiday in... Well, well, I, well no, because we went on holiday, which I, which I talked about in the show. We went to, we went in July to uh, Orlando, and it was a disaster. And um, so we won't be going on a family holiday for a long time. Why? What happened? Jason well, doesn't like Orlando, do you? No, I don't like Orlando. And, um, well, you see, my wife's uncle, he has a house there, and we went there. But uh, when, when we flew there, first of all, uh, my nine-year-old, he needed oxygen on the plane, right? He was the only one on the whole plane that wow. needed oxygen. Right? He's got, he got a bit ill. But then when, when, he, when he came off, we realised that he like, got a dose of the measles or something like that from the school. Right. But he's already had a shot, so when he got a, a small bit of it, then my two-and-a-half-year-old, the following day, then started to get spots. And both of them were in hospital uh, on our holidays. I'm slightly worried <laughs> on now. On drips. I'll tell you why I'm worried, because it's a very small studio, and you've got one spot on your forehead. Oh, yeah, but that, that, could be, that could be a carrier, I just have, that one I have, spot. I have, I have burst that, though. That was a proper bursty oh, okay. spot. It wasn't an under-the-skin spot. Don't <laughs> like they call they you had. measles burn, I heard you. <laughs> I heard you call like typhoid Mary. Well, yeah, yeah. A lot of, lot of uh, people who've got on, this, on stage with me this year have passed away. <laughs> 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 so I, I don't know. Well, I mean, I hope everybody in here has enjoyed the show. Well, I've uh, enjoyed it. Well, it and won't be on tomorrow. Gareth's getting death threats anyway from locals, so it doesn't make any difference Are you getting death threats from, from Edinburgh locals? Yeah. Is that just for someone... walking around? <laughs> I know. I <laughs> Someone thrown around, thrown around. You had, you had someone thrown around. So you were walking down the street, and a Scottish person went, "I don't like it. I'm picking up this woman, and I'm going to throw her in the top of my head." I had, I had someone thrown out, and they said they wanted to kill me. Oh, you had them thrown out. Yeah, and they wanted to kill you. Yeah. What's that, that, ladies and gentlemen, is show business. Absolute radio. That's Ocean Coliseum. I always think of hooped t-shirts when I think of Ocean Coliseum. Oh. What I should think of of course is the fact that just guess, now I won't even let you guess they're playing at this year's V Festival okay, that's that out of the way. Have we had any more Do you know text? what that was like, Frank? What? That was like when you tell a kid to apologise and they go so really? <laughs> yeah, okay <laughs> V Festival <laughs> okay that's obviously right. it is brilliant um, Favourite moustaches, Magnum P.I. of course, Windsor Davis oh, yes. is one and um, oh, yes. oh no, that's, that's Churchill. That's, I got that wrong. <laughs> that's <laughs> Churchill got a moustache. He's got a moustache, but if you if you got hair all over, he's one big moustache. Yeah, he's actually <laughs> yeah. I've, I've heard Churchill the dog call many things, but never <laughs> one big moustache. If he ever plays Edinburgh, it'll say live on stage. Churchill the uh, the the musical, one big moustache. Emily Dean. Hey, listen, we've had some suggestions for photos. Actually, can I just... Can we use that as a trailer? Me just saying, one big moustache, Emily Dean. <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that, isn't it, Gareth? Well, it's not that funny. It's not up there with some of my greatest hits. <laughs> because... 
Somebody <laughs> said, uh, someone said Frank Shirley Emily's moustache made the top <gasps> ten, didn't it? Oh. <laughs> oh. oh no. Someone has mentioned the unmentionable. <laughs> Oh, no, you haven't got a moustache. I paid thousands for that electrolysis. <laughs> well, it, it worked I didn't treat. really. It's just driven it indoors. That's all it's done. <laughs> Doesn't it tickle your gums? <laughs> Even your mother-in-law's laughing at me. I love the idea that people have got internal moustaches on the inside of their top <laughs> lip. That, oh, man. I am marvellous. Anyway, changing the subject very swiftly. Can we not talk about walrus moustaches so close <laughs> after the Ocean Colour scene? The day we caught the train, which sounded so much like I am the war. The day we caught the train? Isn't that Ronnie Biggs' autobiography? Uh, I believe it, sh- it should be if it isn't. <laughs> the trouble is, he never finishes a sentence. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I love it. And I'll tell you something, it's my girlfriend's birthday tomorrow, Kath, right? And uh, I, I had, she loves that song as well. And I, just before we played, I was going to say, and this is for Kath, but it's called Oversized. If I'd done that, <laughs> when I got back to the flat, it would have been trashed and she'd have smeared in her own excrement on the wall. Oh, I hate you. And I'd never have seen her again. So that song was nothing to do with her. But um, happy birthday for tomorrow, my darling. What um, um, text have we had? We've had, you know, we were talking about phone-in topics. Yeah, People have been suggesting. Yeah, we've got. <laughs> Sorry. Have you, had, you have a gender verification test next week. <laughs> I'm um, having one. I'm glad That's to hear it. That's why I'm Having one as we speak. Um, so. <laughs> Spelling topics are best TV or film primate, and that's from Gabby. That's a brilliant one. Yeah, I like really that. We should have done this before. We have rubbish ones, like yeah. best moustache, best TV and film <laughs> primate. That absolutely Well, excellent. let's save that one, because I okay. like that one. Then we've got best and worst... Oh, no, I was going to read something. It's about a football team, and you wouldn't have liked it. Oh, OK. It's about West Brom. Anyway, mm, mm, um, mm, a phone-in mm. about favourite wrestlers' trunks, and that's from Skipper McKipper. <laughs> He's <laughs> very again very fine. Oh, these are good. see. We should let them run. We should be more interactive. Let the let them run the show more because they got the best. When I say them, I mean you. When I, should, I shouldn't talk about you as if you're not here. Um, yes, I, I, we've obviously got a very brilliant listenerate. Yeah, and we should take advantage of it. We don't want any phone-ins about um, pick your own presenters or any no. of that. Any of that nonsense. But I mean, ideas for the show—that's fabulous. Okay, any, any others? Um, I think you should do a phone-in of the strangest thing you've eaten while on holiday. Mm. That's um, the person didn't... Always give your name so we can read out your name when you send in a text. Yeah. I hope it was an arm in Mivers. It was the German cannibal. <laughs> I know exactly who he is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Army and Mavis. <laughs> that was um, Elton John's tribute to him, which was played at his uh, trial. Cannibal in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely excellent. I'm not even going to try and top that. I respect it mightily. <laughs> okay, um, we. Uh, I'll tell you something now. You know, I don't read reviews. I never... I avoid reviews oh, like, yeah. like the plague. Good right? policy. Not that I make a big thing out of avoiding the plague now because it disappeared largely in the 15th century. But I um, I was looking at the absolute... Our, our home, mm. our spiritual home, mm. starting a new channel, which is just live music. I wouldn't be surprised if some of it doesn't come from the meme anymore. 
Anyway, <laughs> I was I was reading about it on the internet because you know I'm interested in absolute and all that, obviously. And uh, I, they had comments on the end, and mm. I thought it'd be people saying, you know, I I don't like live music. It sounds there's people calling out and stuff, yeah. or you know, this is the best idea I've, I've ever had. But the first thing I read was, well, it's about time Absolute did something because I'm I listened to the Frank Skinner show last week, and they were talking about I'm poised who, for the compliments. They were talking about who'd got the best cleaner, and and Emily was talking about giving someone a fifty pound tip, and yeah. it says who who can relate to any of that. Well. Well, your point being, <laughs> do they think do they think we've got above our station? I think that's exactly it. we've got above our radio station. Yeah. yeah, but I was born above my station. Were you? Yeah. Which I'm station was that? <laughs> right. Okay. So they mm. don't like us, but Frank, don't read those things. Well, so, yeah. there is there's, there's a bit more to it than that because this guy's sort of kind of um, well. Anyway, I'll I'll, I'll explain uh, further after this. Absolute radio. So anyway, this bloke was saying, he said he, he loves the show, he just feels we've lost our way a bit, we've gone a bit starry. That was his argument. Can I point out today, and, and I've got no... I, I, you know, I have respect to this bloke that he cares enough to, uh, yeah. to send into a, a website. So I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not dissing him in any way. I am. But I, No, don't. Okay. But I... Um, because in your case, he's, he's right, obviously. <gasps> no, no, what have I... What on earth have I said? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Get off! Um, now this morning I put. I thought I'll put. Je- I've been wearing tracksuit bottoms all week, so mm. I thought I'm going to put jeans on. So I put jeans on, and then I was leaving the house. I remembered why I'd been wearing tracksuit bottoms because the only jacket I have with me up here is a denim jacket. <laughs> Oh, so no. now I've arrived looking like a member of Bewitched. <laughs> I was going to say, you were, I just think, oh, Frank's doing a double denim, very quiet. No, no, I don't like a double denim at no. all. But I, I, I was living in fear that as I walked in this morning, <laughs> I'd pass someone who went, ooh, denim. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be humiliated, you see, humiliated. So I'm, I don't think we're living in grand, some grand palaces by any means. Although no. when, I, when it was my birthday and I was sick, I had had oysters for lunch. Well... Which is living out, but it was my birthday. Yes. And the phone in next week will be favourite types of champagne. (laughs) (laughs) No, but can I just point out as well, I have champagne taste and beer money. That's the thing. I'm not, it's not, you know, we're not, I'm I'm snobby, but I don't have anything to back it up with. I think now you're protesting too much. (laughs) I'm not going to come on here and say, look, I was signing on last week (laughs) and then I injected myself with glass. I I just don't, I'm a very, you know. I'm, I've, I've got a few bob in my pocket. Mind your own business. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me feel bad about it. I've worked. You know, if I'd won the lottery, it would be saying, "Well done, Frank. Good luck." <laughs> you work, you're slave, and oh, I'm, I'm getting emotional. I, I can't carry on like this. Anyway, I, I know our, our true listeners will always be with us. We love you, yeah, and we hope you at least like us. And uh, we, I think we better go now. Good day to you. <laughs> Frank Skinner, live from the Edinburgh Festival, Absolute Radio.